In sports, if you want to be the best, there are no off days. Welcome on into the No Off Days podcast. We have Chris Cato to my left. BK is in the booth. I am Scott Smith, and we have, well, we have candy on this week's show. We always should. Okay, good. I'm glad that we're going to be eating by the sh- end, uh, the end of this show. Uh, that is not unusual. And uh, and you also are sporting an unusual um, attire. You usually wear like a, some type of t-shirt and has some type of funny, clever thing written on yeah, it. A tightly fitting band t-shirt and, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to the good people in Nodville what exactly uh, you have on? Uh, for our audio audience, I'm wearing my Mizzou Tigers hoodie. A uh, little zip-up. Yeah. And it, it has been chilly the last couple of days. I've, yes, this is the one time in Florida this year we get to wear actually a hoodie without sweltering. Um, yeah, so I'm a Tigers fan this weekend. Uh, always an Alabama fan first, but so my best friend lives in Columbia, Missouri. Hadn't seen him in six years. I'm going there this weekend to visit him, and uh, he's a Mizzou grad, and we're going to attend the um, South Carolina you know, you always want to look for the biggest college football game yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the calendar. And this is it, South Carolina coming to Mizzou. And I've had this hoodie since I visited him in 2011. So this is vintage. So you only see him when there's a, a it lines up with a good football game. When there's a big – here's the problem. Here's the thing, though. He doesn't know this yet. Uh, it turns out that kickoff of that game is at the same time as Alabama-Tennessee. Oh, so boy. I'm actually going to – probably not be attending the Missouri oh no South Carolina oh. Game. wow okay. i'll be finding a nearby venue that has the bama tennessee right. game on it well. but it's a great sweatshirt you want to smell it no it looks great <laughs> and it looks like it smells good too um you know what you, you know what could warm you up a little bit um as i see you're wearing that zip up uh, just watching a little bit of this major league baseball postseason seeing how red hot mm. the rangers and the phillies are is there any way that these two teams aren't on a crash collision toward one another that's what our guest last week, Chris Jimenez, said, yeah, right? he did. Um, he sure did. He said those are the two that are going to play for the World Series. And, gosh, the Rangers haven't – well, as we tape this, they haven't lost. Right. And then the Phillies are just hitting home runs in historic fashion. Nick Castellanos, uh, he, he's looking like Reggie Jackson this October. Uh, he actually hit five home runs in a three-game playoff span, and the only other person that's ever done that is Mr. October. So you're in pretty good company. Now there are two Mr. Octobers? Yeah, is that exactly. what we're saying? Well, well, October's not done yet. Nick Castellanos might be the new Mr. October. <laughs> or the first Mr. November, depending on how long this drags right. on. Yeah, no, I mean, this. both these teams are really, really, exciting to watch and i'm not trying to stick a fork in uh in the astros or the yes you are you don't want the astros to work (laughs) no you're right (laughs) you're right i think it's over all right let's bring in bk bk uh i know you've been um in just you find yourself watching these games thinking are you kidding me like another another home run like this phillies team is just insane they are it's just i mean you said it's just red hot team i mean i I don't tell you stop them everybody's hitting on that team do we have a theory on what's Newton's law on uh, on motion? Uh, an object that stays in motion tends to tends to stay in motion. Something <laughs> like that. I'm not a <laughs> physicist. Until until yeah. it's met by what? Um, there's the unstoppable equal, force. Equal or greater force, right? I don't think so that's, that's the, what that's what we're doing here. That's what's happening. Wow. Anyway, I don't know if that's the yeah. law of motion. You guys are the ones that are smart. What is I didn't know math was going to be a part the of theory this. Of math. Rel- <laughs> the theory of relativity <laughs> yeah. of Kyle Schwarber's home run distance all right bk what do we have on today uh you talked about mr october we got mr september cal jennings tampa Mm. bay rowdies they're gearing up for their playoff run starting this week uh he's a player of the player of the month in the uh player of the month usl for uh september and player of the week i think this week too so uh he'll be joining us 
And then at the end of the show, we haven't done it in a while, and this person's just been begging me nonstop to get on it. Really? We're going to have a mystery guest the okay. last block. Okay. Ooh, I love the mystery guest. Uh, do you guest want to guess now? I mean, because who has been knocking down our door? Oh, trying well, to Paul, get on. Paul Delegato's wanted to get on again. <laughs> he keeps begging to come back. <laughs> uh, this this will be a real mystery to me because I don't know of anybody that's asked to be on the show. So yeah, there were a couple lawyers that, that well they <laughs> wanted to talk to yeah, us. Probably. But they, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's why. All right, um, cool. Okay, very good, BK. We'll catch up with you in just a little bit. Right. If you are listening and you want to watch, go to fox13news.com/nodpod. If you're watching and you want to listen or subscribe, take out your phone, zap that QR code on the screen in the bottom right-hand corner, and there you can find all of our shows. It's uh, dare I say a grab bag of delicious snacks and candies, uh, full of calories. Empty calories are always the best kind of calories. So whether you like um, you know the crunchy or the chewy or the gummy. Um, the sour. You're you're more the gu- I'm more the gummy. You're the gummy guy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm and the, a little sour I'm too. A, I'm a chocolate right. more. Very good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Please subscribe. Fox13news.com/slash/nodpod. You know what we didn't have uh, in the, in our little tease there? There we actually have another guest. We We're, have we have another guest that's going to help us kick off our first talker of the day, and I believe he's hanging out in uh, in a, the room next door. <laughs> If we could please welcome to the No Off Days podcast, Sean Barry. Sean, Sean, come out. There he is. There he is. Look at him. He was just, you were in the neighborhood and you decided to come on by. Pull up a chair. Yeah. And there's one already here. Okay. That's, that, that, that's you, forward thinking. We, what, what did you think about our green room setup back there? Did yeah. they take care of you? It, it is chilly, but there is a um, there's a lack of candy back there. Okay. Well, well, we'll it's take just, care of that. Because we're just okay. giving you chili. Perfect. That's what we yes. give all of our guests. Chili and then, you know. It starts to work wonders. But they took care of your makeup, your microphone needs, all of that stuff. Were they supposed to? Yes. Oh. All right, so you're here for one reason and one reason alone, Sean, and that is because you are a resident F1 expert. And our first story here today is there is a new purchase. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes have come together. They've they've pooled their their pennies together, and they said, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to try to buy an F1 team. And so this has happened. That it's a it's a minority share, as I understand. But I'd like you to fill out the details a little bit and let us into the world that you follow uh, very deeply on your own podcast, which is called uh, the Gridiron Podcast. The Gridiron. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Okay. And you guys do two things on that podcast, right? We, yes, we talk about the grid, the gridiron. The grid coming from Formula One, and then the grid iron, of course, coming from football. We talk about football and Formula One. Griddle it's a play cakes? On words. Do you ever talk about griddle cakes? Because I love. We should. That's a that's a good okay. actually. Yeah. Or living off the grid. Do you ever get into that? Yeah. I'm not Preppers? much of an outdoorsman. Okay. <laughs> All right. We need to get you a well. Um, okay. So give us an idea of, of how big this is. So okay. Um, I mean, this is just kind of continuing the trend of athletes, you know, investing more into other sports. Uh, you know, uh, what, what's the show? Welcome to Wrexham. You, Rob McElhenney, Ryan Reynolds, they bought that Welsh soccer team it's kind of that that trend that's just happening right now all across sports no matter where it is in the world so yeah Travis Kelsey Rory McIlroy uh, Patrick Mahomes a lot of other athletes I have no idea who they are they bought basically into a company that has a 24 percent share of the F1 team that's a lot Alpine yeah yeah so they pulled I think it's like 200 million dollars together I I think it's like six or seven athletes including those that's what you need you need to find some buddies we just get let's get some 200 million together yeah you know how hard might that be and they basically bought into a company that has a 24 percent stake in uh in an F1 team called Alpine it's the only French team on the grid Okay. Wow. Right. Is that why you're say, pronouncing it Alpine instead uh, yeah, of Alpine? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't say Alpine. Okay. Like the Formula no. One fan in me will not let me say Alpine. Right. That's fine. And we won't either. We're going to hold you to it. Um, how is Taylor Swift involved? 
<laughs> to my understanding, not at all. There's got to be a way. Uh, no, and I'm, I'm sure Alpine is seeing red because she's not involved. Oh. Uh, that must be a song. I don't, again, I don't he, listen he to did it. He did a drop. Okay. Can you help uh, us or me? Scott may know more about this, but you and I talked, you know, and hanging out a couple weeks ago about F1. It's just become this huge thing now. Uh, there's so much interest in it globally, and I feel like I'm missing out on something. Uh, here's, here's what I've learned from, from F1, and, and you helped me a little on this, but there's a guy, uh, Max Verstappen, yeah. and, and he wins every race, and, and the season, even though the season isn't over, he's already locked up the championship, yep. uh, and this guy just wins every... So wh where is the appeal in this? Just watching this guy destroy everyone like it seems like well thank you for picking apart my fandom chris i i, <laughs> oh, I feel like man. coming on here i now have to defend it you're you're right though i mean there there is a level of just kind of why are we watching this because yeah max verstappen and red bull they win every race by about a half a minute uh there's four races left and max verstappen already wrapped up the championship his third straight in quotations, I won't get into that. Um, but it, it's it's the intrigue because of what else could happen. There's there's crashes. There's honestly backdoor dealings. There's politics involved. There's been espionage involved throughout wow. the years. Wow. It's it's what you don't see, and oftentimes what you do see. Uh, plus, what else are you doing at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I think you and I watched a race that was in Japan at 2 a.m. or it, the beginning of it, and it, you we, said we did. Yes. You said the start of this race is so important, and the race started, and you was like, oh, it's over. This yeah, guy's going to win. Much yeah, yeah. Into turn one, if, if if McLaren, Lando, Norris, my team, it could have just got ahead of Max. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, Max you guys won that are one. Partying together at two a.m. He's he's letting all right. out all the secrets right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. There's no and there's no Verstappen, Max Verstappen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you just pronounce okay. his name two different ways there. Okay, but no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Um, so it. anyway, back to Taylor Swift real quick, because <laughs> wasn't Ryan Reynolds? He is a part of this group too. Yes, yeah. And he was in the he was in the suite. He was in the Swifty suite. He he was. I think you're now connecting the dots there. Okay. Uh, you got the red. That's what I'm saying. Like room. I think we've all been. We're all playing. Uh, we're victims of rope it up a little bit. That's oh, what's happening. Yeah, right? a little. Yeah. So Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds they they bought into this consortium uh, a couple of months ago in the summer, and so Alpine is kind of swimming in this in this influx of cash right now, and yeah, I think they're now seventh or sixth on the grid right now they're in sixth place um, so they're really trying to get back up there in the pecking order they haven't won a, a world championship since 2006 so they're trying to get back to the top and having a tough time doing it but hey you got celebrities you got cash how much longer could it take espionage as you mentioned earlier hopefully hey let's let's pool our money let's get in on an f1 team i just what would you call it uh, not Alpine. Something mispronounced, though. Vers Nod Alpine. Not there. We go. Oh, I like that. No, I like Nod stopping. Nod stopping. All right, and you, and one more plug for your podcast. One more plug. Yes, I love the cross promotion. It is the Gridiron Podcast. You can well, cross promotion Spotify. would mean that you actually yeah. promote us too. <laughs> no, this is a one way street, and we're happy to help you, man. I mean. Uh, help him. He's yeah. probably got more listeners, yeah, subscribers than we do. Yeah, that's well, I didn't right. come here to brag. Uh, <laughs> the Gridiron Podcast. Yes, sir. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, all, all the above. Okay. He is the great Sean wait, Barry. Wait, 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 no, two more we're things. not leaving. Oh, okay. two more. Yeah, two. Well, first we we all, have other things to get to okay. on the program. Well, we got to leave him with a parting gift. This is Halloween or close to Halloween. Okay. Okay. So yeah, right. just reach in there. All right. Oh, I can't look. <laughs> no, you can't look. Just take your candy and be happy. <laughs> take <laughs> yeah, There's you. a tarantula in there. All right. All right. Sean Barry, good All man. Right. Thanks, Thank Sean. You. All right. Thanks for helping us understand yeah. it. All right. Uh, you can see yourself out.
back where they cook the chili. All right, very good. All right, so, Chris, uh, let's get into a little bit more NFL. Um, and as we sit here, I was looking at some Super Bowl odds. Okay, so you have um, San Francisco. You got KC. You got Buffalo, Miami, Dallas. These are like the, the, the teams that many people think are going to be in the Super Bowl. But I want to know what is your most likely Super Bowl matchup. What do you think is the most likely Super Bowl matchup when uh, February rolls around? As we sit here in middle of October, I have to say it's probably Kansas City and San Francisco. You think so? I do. I look at the two stingiest defenses in the league right now. I know you think Kansas City offense, and, you know, offense is always good when you got Patrick Mahomes. Um, but, yeah, I, I looked at Miami. I thought maybe it's Miami and San – I'm definitely thinking it's San Francisco NFC. But I looked at Miami hard, but then I looked at uh, what – Miami has on the schedule. We'll know a lot more. They play at Philadelphia Sunday night, and then in two weeks they play at Kansas City. Uh, but I, the Chiefs' defense is the difference maker there for me, so I think it's Kansas City, San Francisco. All right, I agree. That is the most likely matchup in the Super Bowl in meeting in Las Vegas. All right, what is the most appealing Super Bowl matchup? This could be different. I, I want you to go first because okay. I think All I may right. take uh, – I don't want to take one of yours. All right, well, I got, I got two. So I have, like, a, a national appeal – and then my, my personal appeal. Yeah. I'll start personally. Okay, I'd love to see the Detroit Lions in it. Okay, yeah. they, They've never been to the Super Bowl. It'd be nice to see them there. And I would like to see them in a week one rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs. So that would be an interesting showdown, I think, for uh, for all the marbles. Okay. The, what I think is the most appealing from a national perspective is actually going to be Miami against Dallas. So here you have Miami. At this point, if they make it that far, okay, the best offense in the league, they're just on fire. They got the stars. Tua's, you know, he's on fire. Tyreek Hill, they got all the guys, right? Right. Offense is, is flashy. Mm-hmm. And then you got Dallas, a team that has been smited over and over and over again. They finally have the team. They got all the pieces and, of course, you have, you know, it's the biggest brand in, in the NFL yeah. is the Dallas Cowboys. And so you have all these uh, obnoxious cow- I mean, uh, Cowboy fans. <laughs> they get out there. I think that would be your most amount of eyeballs on the mm. Dolphins-Cowboys Super Bowl. You're probably right. be a lot of Dolphins fans <laughs> cheering or people jumping on the Dolphins bandwagons, probably. too, just to cheer against the Cowboys. I think most appealing, and this will satisfy your personal most appealing, too, I think it would be the Lions and the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. He's coming back. What? He said he's going to be back. We by, have to keep it within the realm this, of possibility. This is, possi- this is possible. With, you think so? Yes, it's possible. Is it likely? No. But we already did most likely. We're doing what's Just possible. Just because you saw a video of him throwing a football. No, it's not. That's you think not why. he's coming back this season? I think he's going to be back by January in time for this run. I'm just giving you my most appealing. Is that? Okay. Or am right. I not right that that would be the most appealing? The, it would, the Jets and the Lions. And consider the history. Lions have one playoff win in their franchise history. The Jets have the Super Bowl three. So that's why I think it would be the most appealing. You have these two kind of moribund franchises that are back now and Aaron Rodgers um, playing against the team that gave him his last loss as a Packer. So what does moribund mean? Moribund. I oh, mispronounced. Okay. Um, all right. You okay. have to agree right. that that would be that, more appealing be, than any. Very yeah. appealing because yeah. to get there, that would be uh, very interesting. But yes, if you throw the, the Aaron Rodgers wrinkle into it, yeah, I'll buy. I, I threw it in. Okay. Worst, worst Super Bowl matchup. Jets without Aaron Rodgers. No, <laughs> Man, no kidding. Uh, this is I had a tough, tough time with this, but I think least appealing to me 
would be a repeat of last year would be Kansas City and Philadelphia. You know why? Because um, this Taylor Swift thing isn't going away. They're clearly entrenched. She and Kelsey are now gallivanting about in New York City restaurants. So it's it's worse because it'd be more Taylor Swift. It's going to be all Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. It's going to overshadow. And then I fear that she will actually rush the field at halftime, bump poor Usher off the stage. And then she does And it. just take over. Yeah. And, and, and the world would, would end. So I don't want to see Kansas City and Philadelphia okay, again. Okay. I got it. Um, I think, you know, practically speaking, teams that have a shot, Baltimore-Philly, that, that to me, that's just a kind of northeast quadrant game. I don't think there'll be a lot of wide appeal. Uh, and really, if Jacksonville makes it and whoever they play. <laughs> no, just sorry. Sorry, Jackson. It could be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, probably not. All right. Uh, college football. All right. We mm. got some big games. I mean, we got some big games. Yeah, like weekend. the one I'm going to, Missouri, okay. South Carolina. Uh, Maybe not. You're okay. not going to that game. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be there, and you still won't go. So please don't put that on the list. All right. What is – let's bring in BK. I, I, need, I need your big game, big college football game, week eight. What do you got? Start. It doesn't have to be, you know, for all the marbles. It ha- what means the most to you? Why are you intrigued by it? That's what I want to hear. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's the – I mean, Bama, Tennessee. But the game I'm really intrigued by is UCF playing at Oklahoma. Okay. I mean, that's the game right out of the Fox, you know, kickoff show. You know, so it's a noon game, 11 a.m. It's not mm. on Fox FS1. But uh, this game, it's got Dylan Gabriel, former UCF uh, quarterback, okay. going up against okay. his former team. And Oklahoma, it's just one of these games. Cato, you know this. Those you think teams, it's a sleeper? I think it is. I mean, I'm not saying that UCF's going to beat them, but. Sounds like you might be. Uh, I mean, you these think, 11 o'clock games. Sound, does it sound like you're saying Oklahoma's that? Oklahoma's a 20-point favorite. I know I that. 28? So. I 20, know that. But 20, this 20. is a game that, you know, mark my words, about, you know, 1230, 1 o'clock, you want to see a ticker, and you go, ooh, oh. Oklahoma's in a, in a little fight here. Dog fight. Did you yeah. is, is Plumlee back? Plumlee's back, okay. I think. So I don't know how, much, it. All right. don't know how much he will be in, in play, but neither does Oklahoma. Yeah. And, and he and, and Timmy McClain are two different types of quarterbacks. If you could come up and Gus can, some offense with those two quarterbacks, hey, look out. Okay. Plus, Oklahoma's been eating all that That's true. They've poison been for two weeks Listening now. to how great That's they are. That's a right there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. He, he, he kind of sold me on that. I, wasn't not, I was thinking this bit. is. Yeah. It wasn't as This is a dud, but no. Right. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. All huh. right, Chris, what do you got? Well, you know, outside of Penn State, Ohio State, right, that's the – Big one, the obvious one on Fox at noon. Uh, and then, of course, Tennessee, Alabama, third Saturday in October. Okay. Cigar game, Tennessee hate week, all that. Revenge from last year, too. I'm going to go. Um, this one is the one that you will be there at night. You'll watch the ticker and you'll see, oh, I got to switch over and watch this. This Troy is a lot State. closer than I thought. We're going Duke at Florida State. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Duke's, you think it's gonna, because it's going to be so tight? I think it's because, yes, I think it's going to be closer. The spread is 14 points right now. Florida State's favored. Duke has a great defense. People need to remember what they did to Clemson during week one. They need to remember how they played Notre Dame. And defense travels well, so they're on the road. And there's possibility that they get Riley Leonard, their quarterback, back. I think if he's back, it's definitely a close game. You know, if he's not... I don't know. 14 is probably about right. But I think that's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the, 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 here's the thing with FSU. Their schedule's kind of light um, the, the rest of the way. Like, they, they should run it. They should run the table. They, they got Jordan Travis that kind of escapes injury every week. Like, there's something about this team that just kind of has me wincing just a little bit. Like, could this be the week? That the, uh, but then they perform, and, you know, they, they 
shellack another team. So, I mean, I think that they're loaded. We've already talked about the fact that I think they're going to be a playoff team. Yeah. But but the problem is, is like if you don't have that like heavyweight fight like each week. Yeah. You, you might look past a guy like a like a Duke. But Duke's yeah. To your point, they're very good. Um. All right. So you guys have kind of mentioned uh, some of the ones. So I, I, I'm going to go Pac-12, and this is uh, 14 Utah at 18 USC. USC coming off the Notre Dame loss. Um, we got Utah that has a Pac-12 loss. Uh, they, you know, earlier this year against Oregon State. So to me, this is a playoff elimination game. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's not going to take. If USC loses it, they still have a chance to win the Pac-12 championship. But a two-loss Pac-12 winner is not getting in. So this, to me, is like for either one of these teams, whether it's the defending Pac-12 champ or USC that has, uh, you know, Caleb Williams on every commercial and is you know selling <laughs> Wendy's square burgers or whatever you know like like this is the, this is it for them like yeah. if the, one of these teams seasons is essentially going to be wrapped um after this and, and, and whose season do you think it's going to be that's going to be wrapped uh probably Utah think yeah, so probably probably Utah I don't know man that, that USC defense is not good they're not good but I, I think their offense is going to be able to put a lot of points so we'll see uh those are some some big games though and as you meant you know top 10 Penn State and uh, Ohio State. You got Tennessee. You got Alabama. So, yeah, huge week in college. Looking forward to it. How about we talk another kind of football? Yeah. Well, Chris, our guest is in his first year with the Tampa Bay Rowdy Soccer Club, leading them to the playoffs this week. We welcome forward Cal Jennings to the show. Cal, congrats, uh, you know, on what has been an incredible individual year for you, but also the team success, uh, USL Player of the Month in September. So, and October's already off to a good start because I just got notification today that you got Player of the Week for this last week. So, you are red hot right now. Uh, What has this season meant to you personally? Yeah, it's you know it's been uh, been an awesome season. You know, excited uh, that we qualified for, for playoffs. Excited to be you know scoring goals, playing well, building great relationships with guys around. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely been uh, a season of ups and downs, and and trying to stay as balanced as possible. You know, and and that's really my focus going into the the playoffs, and I think really really the team's focus as well. You talk about the the ups and downs that you guys have kind of gone through, and there has been some change, some cha- some changes. Obviously, you have a, a new head coach that didn't start the season with you as head coach, and Nikki Law. Uh, injuries have played a factor in this season. So, what has it been like to kind of ride what has been a little bit of a tumultuous season and, and still produce wins? Yeah, I think uh, you know, anytime you you go into a year, you're gonna you're gonna face some adversity, whether that's injuries, whether that's you know, you as an individual aren't performing well or the team isn't performing well. Um, but you don't necessarily expect to face, you know, coaching turnovers or uh, so many players being out. And I think really just, you know, being adaptable, knowing that like, all right, we're we're professionals, you know, we're, we're you know, we train every day to, to deal with this. Um, I think that's been extremely important. Um, and then also uh, understanding that, um, you know, everybody has a little bit of a different style, a little bit of a different leadership. Uh, you know, loved playing for Neil when he was here, um, and and Nikki is is a, a different coach, but but has his own ways to go about it. And you know, we've had success under him so far too. So it's been really, been really great to have um, everybody really buy in and and know that like, okay, this hasn't been your typical season, but we can still win games. We can still you know push to win the league. And I think uh, I think that's 
that's pretty awesome. Well, the push to win that league begins this Saturday at Al Lang Stadium, the USL playoffs kicking off. You guys have had a great season in spite of that adversity we talked about there. You were the models of consistency, offense and defense, finish 19-9-6 on the regular season, second in the Eastern Conference, Cal. Uh, but it's, it's interesting that this team you catch here in the opening round, the quarterfinal, Birmingham Legion, you guys played them twice in the season, lost both times, 2 to nothing here at home in St. Pete, and then 1-0 on the road. Uh, what what do you guys take from now? You know, one of those games was way back in April. This is a different squad, probably on both sides. But is there anything you guys can take from those two games against the Legion earlier in the season that you're going to put into practice on Saturday night? Yeah, I think uh, you know, obviously didn't get the results the last two two times we played them. Um, and Birmingham's a quality team, lots of quality players, attack and and defense on the field. Um, and I think we, we really have to come in and know that, all right, we gotta, we've got to play our game, um, but we also have to be weary of, you know, how they got the better of us the past few times. You know, what, did they keep the ball more? Were there, was their pressure better? Um, did we do enough to really build and, and break them down? And I think if you look at both of those games, I don't think we did. I don't think we got in behind enough. I don't think we created enough, you know, chances, got enough crosses, got enough players in the box. Um, so just off off the top of my head, I think that would that is a major focus of ours going into this game, and and also a major focus of mine. Uh, that's the easiest way to score goals is is if you can get in the box, if you can get in the six six yard box, and consistently create chances. So that's that's going to be a huge focus for us coming up. I think one of the differences this time around, Chris, is the fact that um, every time our friend Cal here uh, takes an attempt at goal, it goes in. So that I think that's what's probably changed a little bit, too. You're red hot right now. Uh, but I want to go back and flash back to your college days. You play college down the road, UCF, down I-4. Um, you now play professionally in the Tampa Bay market. I'm, I'm curious if you find – a little bit ironic that you're in this market and you're also wearing very similar colors <laughs> to your arch nemesis. Uh, does has that dawned on you? I'm sure. Uh, it, it's dawned on me. I knew it was uh, <laughs> maybe going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Um, I think even more so for the fans, uh, the local Tampa fans and Tampa Bay Rowdies fans. Uh, I think they they didn't really want to like me at the start being a UCF <laughs> grad, and that's all right. You know, I had to had to grow on them and. Uh, have really claimed uh, Tampa Bay as home, and you know I'm happy to to give my all in a, in a different set of colors, and and have really embraced it. So uh, I think I think it took a little while, but but we're good friends now. Oh, I bet the fans love you now, especially after finishing <laughs> second in the league and scoring. Let's stick with UCF. Your roots there. Uh, do you do you watch football at American football? We talk a lot of football yes. on this podcast. Uh, are you watching your nights as much as you can this season as their their first season in the Big Twelve? Yeah, I'm actually a huge college football fan. I've been growing up, wake up, you know, Saturday mornings, watching college game day. Uh, but, yeah, I've been keeping up. Big year for the Knights uh, moving to the Big 12. Uh, it's been a, a bit of a rocky start, but it, there's always an adjustment when you move to a new league and the competition goes up. So I still have a lot of hope and, and know uh, the athletic department is in good hands. Uh, all of all of the sporting teams there are in good hands. and have a lot of belief that uh, it's only up for here, from here for the, for the nights in the future. So since you woke up watching College Game Day, let's see, you grew up in the Atlanta area. So uh, were you a Bulldog? Oh, so my mom uh, went to the University of Georgia, but I, I'm not really a diehard Bulldog fan. I just like watching, you know, good games. Um, I just like the the pageantry or the, the uh, tradition of college football. And, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. Right when you think, 
all right, this this team is the favorite. They're going to win. Uh, they get they get upset and it shakes uh, shakes the landscape up. So that's what I really enjoy. Yeah, you it. were there at UCF when you guys won that national championship in 2017. Absolutely. That was, that yeah, was, I big. actually got to go to the I actually got to go to the Peach Bowl too as well. I was in attendance there, and that was a crazy game versus Auburn. Uh, but yeah, I, I was there during some glory years uh, of the UCF football program for sure. Were you a big body paint guy? You, uh, is that <laughs> how you showed your fandom? I don't think I, I – because our schedule was the same as theirs, I didn't make it out to enough games to yeah. body paint live. But uh, I have have in the past. I think the last time was in high school, though, so it's been been a while. Cal, how do you get jacked up for a game? I mean, do you – what's your kind of pregame ritual? Is there a meal? Is there is there a certain kind of music that you listen to? What's going to be getting you fired up on Saturday night? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for me, I'm a little bit different. I think I actually like to really relax on game day, um, take my mind off uh, – off of the game until until up until the moment you know trying to to eat the right things trying to rest uh spend some time with my girlfriend but also just know that like i don't need to stress myself out in the morning or hours before the game because when game time comes you know my all of my focus goes on how can how can i score how can we win uh how can i help my teammates you know to be the best versions of themselves and how can i be open to being the best version of myself I think that Saturday is going to start on the couch watching some uh, college game day. If I'm if I'm if Absolutely. I'm if I'm hearing it right, the Sooners. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, calling for a little upset over <laughs> yeah. Boomer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a noon game too, so I'm gonna get to catch all of them. There, there you go. go. Now is I don't know if my my crack research team got this right, but were were you on uh, Nickelodeon as a child? Oh no, that's that's fabricated. <laughs> that's the other couch. It's, all, that's, it's all a lie. That, that's in my like Twitter bio from oh, a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit of a clown sometimes, so don't buy everything you read. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm I'm immediately firing my research team. Uh, <laughs> very good. I think it was cutest kid award though. So you know, that's you what wanna, it was. If you want to continue to throw that around, that might help me. There you, you go. Know, land a job one day when my career is over. We'll see. Well, yeah. You catch us as we tape our uh, pre-Halloween episode here. What's what's your go-to Halloween candy, Cal? What's the one you got to have in your bucket, or you're disappointed if you don't get it? Oh, go-to Halloween. Well, I'll say this: um, I love Bunch of Crunch watching a movie. Mm. So, Bu- what, little a Bunch of Crunch. Yeah, what popcorn, is that? It's Bunch a, of Crunch. You I, I had movie theaters. Yeah, I had it for the first time like three nights ago. My my son introduced it to me. Never it, heard it, of it. It was amazing. What, it, what's you in liked it? All right, good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was yeah, amazing. Explain what Bunch of Crunch is to us newbies, Cal. What's in it? What so it's it? it's basically the same brand as as a Crunch Bar, but it's okay. in these little little like pellets. I guess these little Crunch yeah. balls that you you mix well with uh, <laughs> popcorn and yeah. I don't I don't know how to explain why I love it so much, but okay. it is is something I enjoy. You don't eat that. You don't eat that much of it. I'm a guy that eats a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, nah, not not Cal yeah. nah, not, not on game I would, day. Anyway. I would like to say that, but I got a sweet tooth, so I definitely got to be careful with it. Well, we want folks to to of course uh, fill out Al Lang um, on Saturday night. What's what is the advantage of a, a fired up Rowdy's playoff crowd going to look like on Saturday night? Yeah, it's it's a massive advantage. Anytime you can play at home, you know you feel the support of the crowd. You feel the energy. Um, it makes you want to want to run harder. It makes you want to work harder. It makes you want to to perform. Um, so I'm looking forward to a, a packed out Al Lang. Um, for those who are on the fence considering come out, it's a great experience. It's beautiful stadium, and uh, the Rowdies are pretty good this year. So definitely, definitely come support us. We need all the help we can get.
There you go, USF fans. I hope he won you over. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't his play alone, I think now he's definitely won you over. Come out and support Cal Jennings and those Tampa Bay Rowdies as they take on Birmingham. Round one of the playoffs kicks off this Saturday night. Cal, thanks for joining the No Off Days podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, it was nice to get to know Cal Jennings a little bit, you know? Yeah, and nice of you to learn about Bunch of Crunch. Yeah, well, we're going to have to try it out now. And right, just in time, right? We've added to our candy selection, so I believe this last segment is going to entail eating some of that. Let's bring in BK, uh, but someone will be joining us, right? And so at the beginning of the show, you mentioned this person has been basically beating down the door to try to get on the show. Nonstop, Scott. Nonstop. Nonstop. <laughs> okay. So I'm so, trying beating down your door specifically because yeah. i know what office you're in you're yeah. right in front of me right but I it's, never... it's when you're not in there and okay, it's just gotcha. you know like passing in the break room hey how's that podcast podcast going hey mm, yeah. drop, dropping little hints yeah, okay Kato gonna be in this week you know <laughs> if uh so all right so are you gonna give us some clues and yeah, we get to try like to guess clue? So, yeah, all right here we yeah, go give me some gifts this guest i'll go ahead and tell you she was an accomplished swimmer in high school i already know no you don't Katie Ledecky. <laughs> Is it? That'd be great. An yeah. Olympian. Yeah. Summer Sanders. It's, her first car was a Mercury Grand Marquis. Often a confused for, for policemen. Oh. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I was trying that? to picture the marquee. You were yes, thinking I, of Biz Marquee, weren't you? Yeah, I was. You say she's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. During college, she was the Batgirl for her college baseball team. Batgirl? Batgirl, you know, yeah. for the college baseball team. Okay, yeah. cool. These last two have kind of thrown me, but I, I have no idea I, who I this. Feel is. Like or I, do we work with this person? You oh, said she's in the break room. Yes, <laughs> someone has gained access. Is it one of those? Is it a salesperson who you know? Normally, we, if somebody is that big of a, show, a fan of our show and they've gained access to our, that would definitely be a breach in security. Yes, but this person works here, so we're yeah, good. she okay. she works here. She's okay. passed all clearances. Final clue, and I think this is really impressive. During her career, she's had the chance to sit down with Taylor Swift. Actually, talk to Taylor Swift one-on-one. Oh. Holy cow. Well, that? whoever it is, Haley Hines is going to be extremely jealous. <laughs> well, of, could, it be, could it be Haley? Did she swim in high school? I don't see Haley uh, doing. She yeah. seems like I could see her driving a, a police car. She's a cross-country runner. You know, okay. we should yeah. have her on sometime. Yeah, all right. Cancel whoever this is and get Haley. All right. Well, uh, do we want to guess? All right. Um, I'm going to say, is it uh, a swimmer? I'm going to guess Allie. Is it? Is it Allie? Oh, Corey? is it? Okay. It is Allie. Corey. Yeah. Oh, let's have her swim on out. That should have been. Where is the backstroke? Oh, she's in the secret. There it is. What? Now, what move is that? What is this? This is the breaststroke. Okay. Uh, all right. I was come on, guys. That. I was going to say breaststroke. Come okay. on. Welcome Here we to go. The you guys, you learned a lot about me. Can you hold this? Yeah, yeah, because it would be terrible if I just fell. Oh, yeah. There we go. There okay. we go. There we go. It's a little tougher to get up on a chair these days. Yeah. Welcome. So, Thanks for having that? me, guys. Did you want to share some news, some breaking news on the No Off Days podcast? I'm expecting number three. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. You guys knew. You guys knew, I didn't want to say anything. You can't say anything, right? So I just... I was like, well, maybe you know, dinner was I really know. good. You and really I, can't. You really can't say anything. Okay. Has that slowed Until down your? Has that slowed down your swimming? This, you know, I pregnancy? haven't swam in a while. Oh, yeah, you are, you but that's probably the one minute. thing that I can do right now. Yeah, is swim. Yeah, I should. Do. So, can, are we telling people? Do we know what gender it is? Boy or girl? It's a girl. Okay. Yeah. Wow. For, you have for, two boys. I have two boys already. So they're going to be like protective big brothers. This is perfect. This is a perfect protective team. or they're just going to, you know. Tear her yeah, apart. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be fine. It'll I think it'll up. be great. Listen, I really wanted a girl. Obviously wanted just a healthy child. But this is three and done because, you know, I'm tired. 
It's you guys have number. kids. You know what it's like. You don't yeah. look tired. It can well, be a little exhausting. Yeah, a you know? little bit. But they're yeah. they're gonna they're so bunched up in age that right. I feel like once they they're gonna start raising themselves is what I'm saying. Absolutely, <laughs> the four year old's gonna be on his own. And once you bring um, this candy, once you bring this candy back home, then oh. then it's yeah. really they just take just, care of themselves. They bounce off the there's wall. There's no way I'm bringing this home. Uh, okay. No, I wouldn't For, be able yeah. to hide it. So no. the other yeah. thing that um, a lot of folks probably already know about you is that you're a big FSU fan. Huge. Uh, graduating class of 2019, I believe. Is that right? And then. Uh, that's really sweet. Okay. And so, did you go when you're when you grew up? Uh, were you an FSU fan? Did, was it like an FSU house? Was it a Gator home? Was it split? So, was it? Great question. So not until my sisters went there, and then I became an FSU fan because they actually dragged me up to Tally a couple times oh. while I was in high school. Oh. Yeah. Cool so. big sisters. They were, and they yeah. wanted to make sure, obviously, that that's where I went. So, and it worked out. They indoctrinated you, and you they had no choice. They absolutely did, and I'll probably do the same to my children. Did you see the with Mark? Love. Did, did you see the Mark Wilson statue up in Tallahassee? I, you know, is it on campus still? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right next to Bobby we're, Bowden. Yeah, we we do chat a lot about Florida State in the commercial yeah. breaks. So, True or yeah. false? You're considering naming your daughter Jordan or Travis? You haven't decided which one yet. <laughs> or no. Travis, no, Travis that could be good. Yeah. That might be a push. My yeah. sister's <laughs> dog's name is Noli, so you can get, oh. yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. This is wonderful. Well, it's so a great, false. it's a great, it's, it's false. false. A great season yeah. for your Noel so far. It though. is, it's, it's yeah. It's been fun. Yes. Uh, so how have you enjoyed, now for our podcast-only audience that has mm -hmm. no idea what we're talking to Allie Corey for, Allie is our main anchor on the 6 and 10 p.m. news, our signature newscast here at Fox 13. And you came into this job about a year ago, or no, over a year, right? A little over a year. Time goes by fast. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you like us? How, how are we doing? Are you, are you going to stay? <laughs> uh, I love you guys. All right. All right. I love you guys. Okay. Cool. I mean, okay. obviously, I've been banging down the door to get on this show. Yeah. Well, and I'm hoping for a callback. He was clearly lying, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that's, it's been a year, and it feels like it was just... It flew by. No, it's amazing because, you know, you guys know in this business you have to move around a ton, which I did, and you love the job, but it's hard to get the job and the home life, and I feel like I have both now, which is just, it's awesome. You're in a sweet spot. Can yeah. I, uh, you grew up in the Tampa Bay area. Palm the, Harbor. Okay. All right, so. Go Hurricanes. I've <laughs> is that what that's they are? That's our mascot. Okay. Palm yeah. Harbor University. Uh, and you were a lifeguard. Clearwater Beach? Okay. Did you ever actually save a life? Did you ever spring into action? I always get asked and that question, and I really wish I had a better answer, but no, I never had to. Um, you know, we had a lot of instances where there were silly cases, you know, where you had to do first aid, but nothing where I actually had to run into okay, I, the golf and pull Were there ever out. teenage boys that pretended they were struggling so that you would <laughs> swim out and, and grab them and, you know, try to resuscitate them? That, no, I, no, no, not okay. like in the movies. No, nope. I feel it like was, you're selling quite, yourself. It was quite different. It was quite different. I feel like you're selling yourself short. Yeah. You could have <laughs> saved somebody's life. Maybe you just saying, hey, stop that. The, yes. If that behavior mm -hmm. would have continued, they would have ultimately drowned. Well, so I think you need to. Yeah. We would whistle and flag someone you in. You saved many Very lives. violently there you go. with the there flag. You go. <laughs> okay. Violent it was a throw flag. of the arm and then a pull it back in. Get. But you know. You. You, you could only tell someone to do something. Many people would stay in the water when we had lightning. Well, here in Florida, so. people didn't p pay attention to the rules. We I would be tourists. the worst lifeguard. I'd be like, hey, you know what? If you don't want to listen. I'm going inside my tower. Yeah. You are free to move about the Gulf, but I'm just telling you it's not a good idea. One of, one of yeah. the things about Ali I feel like was easily noticed right away was that you're an easy laugher. 
which <laughs> which yeah. is great. Yeah. People like Chris and I like to and hang you out guys with appreciate easy laughers because yeah. we're desperately trying for Please. that laugh. Yeah. So I'm curious, what is the thing? What's the what's the thing that makes you laugh the hardest? Is there a movie? Is there an actor? Is there like a, a TikTok video? Like, is there something that is <laughs> you know your sense of humor? Recently, I feel like dad jokes really get me going. Oh, right, you're in the right spot. <laughs> okay. Tells you that I'm a parent. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. older, and you can say the most ridiculous thing, and I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. Chris, no, I just, give me one, Chris. I gave her one I'll give, right now. I, I repeated. Wait, you have one I re right yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Be a rerun. Come on. Let's uh, it. Sesame oil is made of sesame seeds, and olive oil is made of <laughs> olives. What's baby oil made of? Oh. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I, I actually heard this one on the 11 o'clock last she gets, night. She still and gave me the laugh. I laughed. I yeah, laughed. I thought it was good. She is a good laugher. Yes, she's she's too generous good. to us. Yeah. Well, so Brian mentioned when he gave us your clues there. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I, I know. I'd forgotten mm -hmm. this, that you had a personal interview with Taylor Swift. I did, yes. And I actually brought the photo proof evidence. Wait, Do we have a close-up that we can a get here? It's a Polaroid. It's a Polaroid because um, when we had this event, it was one of those secret listening sessions, which for all the Swifties out there, you know what I'm talking about. She invited all of her closest fans around the 1989 release to her homes, and she's got probably five of them. So Who doesn't? One of her homes. Nashville, California. Okay. So I went to the one in Westerly, Rhode Island, when I used to work in Providence. Oh, the Rhode Island home, yes. The Rhode, the beautiful mansion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She just dropped cash on it. But um, no, she had just bought the house, and so I was hoping to get an interview with her to find out why Rhode Island, why did she want to buy here. Um, and I was super persistent, which as journalists we have to be. And randomly on, I think it was a Sunday evening, I got a call from her publicist, who's still her publicist, Tree Payne. Oh. And she said, um, I have a unique opportunity for you. You can come to one of these secret listening sessions, but I can't tell you where it is because she didn't want me to know in advance in case I told people. And I wasn't allowed to bring anything in with me except for a no a Polaroid a camera. That's exactly. <laughs> so we didn't have our phones. I had no way of knowing where I was going, and I just met her publicist somewhere, and we went together to her house. Wow. Mm -hmm. This, uh, you really guys cool. look like you became best friends. She's in this the picture. nicest person ever. So everybody that really? asked me, so what is she like? You know, yeah. I think they were kind of hoping that maybe I had some dirt. Yeah. No, she's amazing. I could tell she's that just was, as amazing as she seems. I could tell that was her Rhode Island home. There's, you there's, could, you can there's tell. coral on the on oh. the bookshelf behind you. It Look smelled at you. delicious. I just Did remember it? she had so many candles lit and a huge yes. spread of food, anything you could possibly oh dream of. Darn. And it was all really screaming girls and then me. <laughs> I, I was just kind of in the background. Woo. I was wow. hoping you'd tell fun. us she was a crazy cat lady and the, and the thing was full of cats. No, she baked it, cookies for everybody. She, she did not. Yeah, one of her people baked the album cookies. In her <laughs> one of her no. lemmings. She baked them. <laughs> Make cookies. They're coming over. I'll be here in five minutes. <laughs> when you, you guys did, have to did, believe me. Did, I was there. See what I mean about the laughing? <laughs> when you told this story to Haley Hines, who we, is our biggest Taylor Swift She's fan a huge Swift did she start did her eyes start twitching and yeah. she have to like restrain like you oh, know, punching think, him or something I think she's, she's having a heart yeah. I, I think I forget how big of a deal it is because while I do like Taylor Swift I'm not crazy about her hmm. and and back then it was a huge moment and a huge accomplishment but I kind of forgot about it and I forget about it wow. and then I tell people and I'll send them the story to it 
and they still just can't believe it. But and, you, you just you know, so happen to have a Polaroid in your pocket. So I, I had to dig this up because I knew I was coming on the show and yeah. I wanted to make sure I had proof uh -huh. because I knew you guys wouldn't believe me. No, we believe you now. I wouldn't have believed you, especially because... That's a Grammy um, that I'm holding, by the way. Especially because... Uh, I contend that she is a cult leader, and and oh, usually you've got if you get within any proximity of her, she woos you into her spell. But it didn't happen with no, you. No, it didn't so happen. So that is with that's awesome. Okay, we have to we have to wrap things up, but we we have a lot of candy here. Yeah. And so I need to know mm. what is your favorite Halloween candy, and then you have to persuade Chris and I to whatever your your opinion is. Okay. Yeah. So you obviously see the candy corn in front right here, okay. or maybe you can't that's see it. Let's lift it up for. so you can right. see it. So I, candy corn is, is a candy that you only eat during Halloween. You don't eat it any other time of year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Correct? Or even if that. You shouldn't. So, <laughs> so I do think there's a bit of nostalgia involved, but I really enjoy it. It's easy to pop in the mouth. They're right, very Chris. delectable. Try it. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give it a shot. We're gonna mm -hmm. act as if it's our first time. Okay. Allie, did you want it's, to partake? I would like to actually, yes. I mean, it's good. I agree. This is the only time of year you should eat it, but so I it's like special, candy corn. I know? like it. I can only do about 10 at once. I could do more. No, I only do 10. I and usually then, go until my teeth start to hurt, and then I stop. Yeah. And it's super sweet, but yeah, I'm fine with candy Here's corn. Here's what I contend about candy corn, and this just affirms it. It's wall spackle oh, it's so and sugar <laughs> mixed wall together, spackle. and then it's shaped into little mini, like, uh, cones that's all it is it's wall spackle, wall spackle. Good. there's mm -hmm. definitely a lot of corn syrup mm -hmm. which is good fine this yes. time of year it makes yeah. sense and candy, did you guys know why corn. it's called this because candy corn? Uh, no so if you were to stack it all together in a circle and keep going up it oh, looks it like would, a piece of corn it would well let's start mm -hmm. stacking look at your corn yeah okay uh chris, <laughs> chris what's yours my, mine are easy classics will you have me my this yes. is this okay. is my uh, trick go. or treat but let me show you guys something oh is this, this is yours cool. this is mine that i'll carry with me on the 31st <laughs> on all hallows eve look at that <laughs> you see what it's doing yeah uh-uh you know, marcy this no, is look, look at this look down <gasps> here oh wow oh, 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 it's this trick or treat nobody's saying that all right so my favorite uh my favorite can is this is my favorite year-round candy too but it's different at halloween because they put it in fun shapes and the peanut butter ratio is better and that's reese's mm. and this is a mm -hmm. reese's ghost there you have that that's a close second for me yeah and uh -huh. then this does is the shape does the shape matter well, it does to me. I it's think so. Easter, when the Easter Reese's Easter eggs roll around, here's mm -hmm. a pumpkin. That's a pumpkin for you. Oh, thanks, pumpkin. Um, you get a better <laughs> peanut butter ratio. So that's my favorite mm -hmm. Reese's anything. The peanut butter is delicious. Okay. So I'm going to convince you guys that it's the best. Well, if you don't believe it already. These aren't from last year, are they? No, these are fresh from CBS oh, today. I don't know. These are. Is that peanut butter a little old? <laughs> a little chalky? I don't even know if it's really peanut butter, but it's good. Um. Okay. So Reese's is good. It's the best candy, but you can't argue it. Mm. No, I'm gonna it's argue so it's not the best Halloween candy because now this is different. Okay, this is these are new to the game, but I'm talking about like the mini Reese's cups. Okay, it's oh, oh like, no, I don't like those. That's too much work. Okay, oh, I love well, but those. that's you get to eat around the, the edge with the foil. It's too much. Yeah, it's too, too much unwrapping. Oh. Don't make me get, have to get through. On. And then right. yeah, let me introduce you to the best Halloween candy. All okay. right. Oh no. This is my bowl. Uh oh. Okay, I got a lot of weird. The weird stuff in there. Well, I had to buy a giant bag. I had to. Buy, I know. No, you didn't give it to me. 
okay? Seriously. <laughs> this looks like right. what you would get from, like, the poorhouse on the street. Right. <laughs> this is what... Dots? What? These Tootsie are rolls. the best. Ta- take your dots. <laughs> dots are the that? best candy. Okay, let me explain to you why dots are the best candy. First of all, it, you can tell already, because the ratio of Tootsie Roll to dots in this uh, grab bag, there, are, <laughs> there was only three. So you guys are getting the only three. That's how, that's how important you are to me. Thank you. Okay, but first of all, look at packaging. Just okay. packaging yeah. alone, okay? Quality mm-hmm. packaging, easy. Oh, no. I can open this up. And I can I can shoot it I can shoot it down my gullet right away, okay. <laughs> but here's them? the thing, yeah. Why not? Oh. Uh, so it's simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's, and that's what I like about it. It's if you eat too many gummy bears, it's like too sweet. Right. Yeah. If you eat a juji fruit, it's going to take your fillings out. Oh, what do you? Okay. Fruit? <laughs> These are the perfect gummy, the the perfect texture. Mm-hmm. Um, I, dare I say refreshing? I'd say very poppable, and that's what I like <laughs> in a Halloween candy, a poppable candy, right? Okay. Okay. Very good. It does stick a little bit in your teeth, but just enough. It's good shelf life. Here's the other thing. Good shelf life. And it's a good, it's a good movie candy because you can, you can have secret candy. It's, it's very quiet. Listen. It's, it, there's that's, not a whole lot of wrapping. It's not clunking. It's not That's the best Skittles. argument you've made. They, right. they are really chewy, really here's sticky. What, here's what they're, I like about them They're all over my teeth, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's perfect. Here's it's, what I like about them, too, okay. uh, that nobody else likes them. This is so random, by and the way. I like them because nobody likes them. And so I mm. and my name also rhymes with it. So if you say whose dots are those, you say those are, those are Scott's dots. Scott's dots. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about them. Okay, okay. dots. Very that's good. Very good pitch. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This can, no. Yeah. The flavor was over? a little unsatisfying. But what? Well, let me ask you this: Is each color a different flavor, yeah. or is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Oh wow. Pass on the yellows. Yep. That, I it, would say the yellows I are. I haven't seen a, a blow pop okay. in the longest time. Yeah, a little tootsie yeah. pop. There we a go. Tootsie pop. All right. So I don't know that we've settled the great candy debate, but. Um, Allie Corey, thanks for being on the program. Thanks for having me, guys. I hope you. I hope I get a call back. Well, if you keep knocking on Brian's door, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get back in. He's the one to go through. Yeah. No. Awesome. You're, we love working with you, and we're so glad that you came to to bless our love listening audience. Well, wait, you know what candy. we forgot? That bowl right there. With me? I'll take peanut M and M's. Oh, and Kit Kat. That is Brian's favorite. Hey, you see mm-hmm. what you see what Allie's going for? Oh no, she went for Kit Kat. I thought mm-hmm. she was getting another Reese's. Those All are, right, those are Brian's favorite, but we yeah. don't have we don't have enough time to talk to Brian about it. Yeah. <laughs> He wants us to wrap. Okay, very good. Um, all right. If you would like to get a little bit more NodPod in your life, um, go to fox13news.com slash NodPod or hit that QR code. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Get the podcast every week sent directly to your phone. You don't even have to look for it. Uh, there is as many options uh, of viewing and listening as there are candies on the desk right now. So mm-hmm. uh, much thanks to Ali Corey, to mm-hmm. Cal thanks Jennings, to Sean Berry. Remember when Sean was on the show? Two hours it ago. It seemed like yeah. it was three hours ago. Yeah. And uh, thank you to our crew as well. I think we got Ronnie on the jib. We got Chris on the ones and twos. And then BK back in the booth. Until the next time we are on, there are no off days. Dots aren't dots. Dots no, aren't very good. No, very good. <laughs> Give me your dots. Did you just make that to make up some that?